Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Opinions. Pop Opinions. Episode 95. Back to recording the week of. I know, yeah. We had we had to do some major organization and now we're back. You're back from Europe. I am. 48 hours later, you're at the cottage. Flying again and now we're sitting in the cottage. Well, we're not in the cottage, we're in our back bunkie. And Jack just made us our own little like setup here. Yeah, and it's kind of fun. A yeah, fun little makeshift studio. It's hard when you do it in the cottage because it's like kind of one room. So like people have to be quiet and it's hard. And then you have like a dog and you have people making drinks and right. So now we have our own little space where we can record. Cute little studio. I know. I love it in here. Just for just for the one episode. I think a, a lot of people are going to want to hear about your trip to Europe. <coughs> Oh my god, sorry. I just like inhaled out of excitement. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it was incredible. Um, I've said to many people very hard to describe when you have an experience like I did. Um like really nothing went wrong for us. There was about fourteen of us traveling all together and which was had its like benefits and disadvantages because like it was really nice when you came down for a meal and like you knew people and you could sit with them and get to know people and I love that part of it but trying to like gather all of us to go somewhere was a little trickier because you know me I like to leave like you know as early as possible and so that was um that was great my mom and I had like the best time she's not a great traveler I would say like the travel part wasn't great for her um, like sitting in the airport running. We had to run both times to our flights. Um, the one they were waiting for us. So that was pretty stressful. Um, we saw like <clears throat> the most incredible scenery. I think of like it would be hard to even capture it on film. Um, like vineyards up these mountains. And we had it was a wine tour. So we had lots of wine. Saw castles. Uh, great excursions like for me it was just the dreamiest and then we ended in Berlin and where we saw Coldplay and we were on the floor and it was the most uh, I don't know magical I don't know how it was epic like it was like it was pretty great so there were a few hiccups in our group trip there was a COVID people some people got COVID there was luggage loss there was you know some other things so that was hard, but for our trip, mine and like Nana's, where it was great. It was wonderful. And now I'm just like ready, like set me free. I'm going to see the world. How are you, Jack? Uh, not as good as you. No, I know. <laughs> That's hard. Yeah. Uh, just been working. Nice to get this little week, week getaway to the cottage. Yeah, for sure. It's my second time ever flying. Yeah. On a little rinky dink. It I know. Seemed like there was like maybe sixty seats on a, on this plane. Yeah, if that. Yeah, it's pretty small. Yeah, but uh, flight was good. Slept for most of it, even though it was like. Do you like flying? I don't dislike it. Like I wasn't like scared or anything right. to fly. It was just more like I just wanted to be here. It's probably. I gotta say, because our drive to get here is eight hours, and the flight was about an hour and a bit, fifteen minutes. Take that. Ah, uh, yes. I quite enjoyed that. It felt like we were barely up. We're coming back down. And then we're in northern Ontario. I was like, and for right now, it's way cheaper to fly than to drive because gas is atrocious. But just for the timing and the, it was pretty great. Mm -hmm. Then dad picks us up at the airport with the dog, got some groceries, and here we are. Yeah. So 
yeah now it's like r and r time for you yeah and me too i had like my recovery's been tough for that trip yeah to especially the time like you said six hour time difference yeah which doesn't sound like a lot to some people but if it's like you know midnight one place but it's six like it can make a big difference eating sleeping all of that stuff right so yeah it took me it it was fine going there I think because the way our flight was uh, because we flew in the night and then by the time we got there was like day and so we just kind of all stayed up and went to bed early and we were kind of on that their time but coming home has been a little more challenging and I'm also tired from the trip like it was like go 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 like there was no there wasn't a lot of breaks it was just constantly like gotta see this and go and you know so a couple days of like just an afternoon of sailing and just looking at castles and stuff but even then I was like walking up in the the track on the upper deck and I we were playing games and so it was fun it was good take me back no what's the next trip I don't know what song that is uh it was a made-up song um so we did play a game of um, what are your top three places you'd like to go next. So that was one of our nights. After dinner, we'd all go up on the upper deck with drinks and we'd have play these like question games. Um, so for me, um, Iceland's there, Gre- um, Greece, and Bali. Meg and I have always wanted to do Bali together, so Bali would be on there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's next. I think I really have Iceland for some reason really in my veins right now. I feel like I really want to go. But I want to do that in the summer. So maybe that's next summer. But then if you're going there, like you might as well just go over to like go over. Like you're so close to something like London, UK. I don't know. Something up there maybe. I don't know. We'll have to see. See what finances might be a dictating of that. <laughs> but I do turn 50 next year. So I feel like I should have. Some special trip for that. Yeah. Listen, I can make an excuse for any trip. I'll be like, well, I just, this happened. So, yeah. Anyways, I'm happy to be back, kind of. And, you know, see everyone. So, here I am. Yeah. Uh, today's episode, we've got our IMCs, uh, Like Crazy in the Last Duel. Mm-hmm. And then we have movies that say the title, which I did tell you, this does have an actual name. Similar to a name drop, it's called the title drop. Oh, the title drop! I like it. Yeah. That's good. Uh, and then I guess before we get into that, we should probably talk about Thor: Love and Thunder, at least quickly. Quickly, vaguely. yeah. Vaguely and quickly. I wrote down a few notes. Just overall, it's a fun movie. It is fun. I would say for me, it was a little underwhelming. It wasn't, um, but I think it's hard when you have a movie like Ragnarok and then like it'd be really hard for, so there will be no spoilers, by the way. No spoilers. So nobody has to turn this off. We're not spoiling anything, but we're just saying like our opinion of the movie as a whole for me was a little underwhelming. There are great moments for sure, but as a whole, I would say it was, it was good. Like, it wasn't like, oh, my God, I loved it so much. You know? Yeah. I I wrote fun. It's a little too short. Mm-hmm. It felt like it deserved a little more time to kind of let the stro- story stretch out. Permeate a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, couldn't really find that perfect balance between the comedy and the seriousness of the villain. Dark. It's pretty dark. And Christian... Okay, Christian Bale, it's not like a... Yeah. Okay, I was like, oh, people know that, right? Christian Bale, 
is extraordinary. I would say he's probably the best part of the movie, but it is dark. Like it's scary to me. It was like, Ooh, I don't know if I like that. I don't know. It was like, but again, it was one of those villains. You understand as you do with most movies that we watch, you understand where he was coming from, but he, and he does an, a really great job. His acting is extraordinary, but yeah, it was hard to have such dark. And then you're trying to throw in comedy and you're like, I'm confused. How am I supposed to feel right now? Yeah. Um, I also thought it was justice for Natalie Portman's Jane Foster. Like yeah. it actually gave her a chance to be a real character and not just like a damsel in distress. Yes, I agree. I hate damsels in distress. Not that she was. Like I know she's a scientist and she was, but like a lot of the time it was like physically it was, Oh, Thor, like come help. Help me, help me. Yeah. I'm just a girl. Yeah. yeah. Overall gave the movie seven point four. Okay. Um, I go a little lower, but not six. So somewhere in the, maybe just a seven, just a straight up seven. Yeah. Um, all right. IMCs. Let's do long distance rock, paper, scissors. I know he's so far away from me right now. Rock, Rock, paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Darn it. Um, Jack won. I did. Look, because we always do the same one the first couple times. We always do. I know. And then I I, I, I didn't even know what I was going to do. Ooh. Really, I was Willy in my, nilly. It's in my own head about it. Um, oh, mm. I'll, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, so my movie for this week is 2011's Like Crazy. It is directed by Drake uh, Doremus. Okay. Uh, so it's about a British exchange student played by Felicity Jones who falls in love with an American student played by Anton Yelchin. R.I.P. Uh, only to be denied re-entry into the U.S. after staying uh, staying longer than a student visa allows. Right. Because they were just, they were in love. Uh, first thing is definitely just R.I.P. Anton Yelchin. Like, it's one just of the saddest. Really, right? like, not even as an actor, but just as a person. Like, yeah. Um, so that made it not hard to watch, but it was just, it was one of those, like, first time I saw him, I was like, oh. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, also, baby Felicity Jones. She looked like she was like twelve. She was a doing baby. This. I feel like that's the first time I saw her. I think that's why I like the movie is because I was like, "Who is this little enigma? She's amazing." Um, it really looks like a student film, mm, like the way it's done. Okay. Like clearly, there is not some huge budget behind this, right? Like an indie movie. Yeah. Um, they go on this like really awkward coffee date because like they're in the same class and. There's some likes looking at each other, but like, isn't he the TA though, or something? I think, yeah, actually, I think he is because they just like handed a paper to him. She's like, "Oh, but I just read mine, so I don't have to hand it to you." And mm. it was like flirty, but kind of weird, right? So yeah, like, uh, I understand they obviously don't know; each- they're just trying to get to know each other. But it was just like really like, coffee. it felt like it should have been like, "Do you like coffee?" <laughs> I like coffee. Do you like school? Do you? Yeah. It just was it was weird. What's your favorite color? <laughs> the the biggest complaint I have about this movie and I understand it's 2011 so they probably didn't have the same technology that we do now. Mm-hmm. But just like stabilize the camera. Like they are walking and this is why it also looks like a student film because it looks like while they're walking someone's walking behind them with a camera and is like swinging their arms oh, everywhere. Okay. And it's like I know you're just trying to mimic them walking. Yeah. But it's just too disorienting. You're it's not like all of her You're Stone. trying to get that feel of walking, but it's like we know what it's like to walk. Yeah, like it's just, good. It's, yeah. it's too much. Um 
they're like sitting in her it's not it's like an apartment like a student apartment and they're writing notes to each other in one notebook and passing it back and forth okay i know she has a roommate so they probably don't want to be loud but they're just like that it was kind of cute because they just just look like school kids and they're just like giggling they're like hee 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 and like circle yes or no yeah like passing passing this and they're like maybe probably closer than we are right now right which is about like a couple feet yeah yeah, it was kind of. It's kind of romantic though, because yeah. then it's like a keepsake of you know. Uh, they do a cute little montage. They go go karting. They're at the beach, and you could see they're really. They do a good job actually of like showing how their relationship develops Evolves, pretty quickly. Yeah. It's they're all for that me. That movie is all about the montages, right? They have some good montages. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, they go on a dinner date with her parents. I don't really. I don't think they ever really mention his. It's okay. not really that important to the story. Um, the mom kind of reminded me of you in the sense where Cause she's, she's amazing. Well, she says something <laughs> and she's like, "We're very open in this family. We talk about everything." And it just that made me think of you. Yeah. yeah. Very, very you. Um, they wrote the title on a chair. Okay. So like, then it, I really had trouble of like, do I get up? Because they wrote it on a chair, which is where I would be getting up from. But they didn't say the title, so I couldn't get up. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they yeah. did that little subtle. Um, so her student, uh, Felicity's student visa is done. She like has to go back and just decides, no, I'm just going to hang out because we're in love. Yeah. Really. Bad call. Not a great decision. Uh, they're taking a bath together, which first off. Kind of, it was a big enough bathtub for both of them, but still kind of like, I don't really want to take a bath with someone. Right. Not like a criticism of the film whatsoever, just right. Just kind of weird. But then they have a water, like a bath water fight. That's so fun. It is fun, but also you're just like soaking in it. <laughs> um. So yeah, she's staying. And then the other great montage that's honestly the best part of the movie is them just laying in bed together and all the different like ways like she i think they're actually they're both sleeping in all different kinds of ways and like some days she's like just in her underwear she's in a t-shirt and like they just like just shows you like it's kind of showing you time uh, like a time lapse of each day right yeah which is it was kind of cool of just them being together yeah uh she violated the visa she has she gets sent back to england um he's working uh so the the chair that they wrote the title on because he makes chairs like he was he's like a art i didn't write it down but he was like an architect or into something like that okay and so he's working now making like wooden like beds and chairs and stuff like that but like running and running his own business i'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. if not like running someone else's business right but like is it's doing good for himself uh he goes to visit her he makes her a chair Mm mm-hmm uh then then this is where we get to what's going on so they break up uh jennifer lawrence ends up being like his new girlfriend in the states uh but then even though they broke up felicity wants to get married so then he breaks up with jennifer lawrence and they get married they've been uh she's been trying to get like another like just like a work visa instead Mm -hmm. of just student visa I think they try like six times over a year and it keeps getting denied. They start fighting. They break up again. They get into different relationships, but still have feelings for each other. 
Uh, Felicity's new boyfriend gets her chair, but it's not the chair he made, so mm. it's not mm-hmm. not very special. No. Um, they. Oh, so then the new boyfriend has dinner with her parents, kind of like the dichotomy of like the other, like Anton Yelchin did as well. Um, he decided that Felicity Jones was going to cut down on her drinking. Oh. Well, that was nice of him to like, decide that. Yeah, it was just really, it was one of like, I just physically cringed when it was just like, yeah, I decided that. Mm. Mm, that's thank you. Really sweet. Um, I, so the new boyfriend, I don't think it's, it might be at the dinner. I don't really remember, but he proposes to Ooh, her. Icky. Okay. She rejects it. Yeah. Very good call there. Uh, she goes back to the states. Honestly, can't remember how many times they break up and get back together. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a lot of back and forth. Like, yeah, like they were married, but did they get divorced? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I doubt they did. Right, because it's also a short amount of time, and not that there's some like big climactic ending, but it's probably just a happy ending, mm-hmm. in the sense of like they get reunited again and they are in the shower together and they hug and it just kind of like brings back all of the great memories they had together. Right. Right. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much the movie. <laughs> so I you loved it. <laughs> um, not my favorite. <laughs> not that it was bad. I understood why you would want me to watch it. Right. Because there's aspects of it. I liked. Yeah. I thought them too, like Felicity and Anton Yelchin were great. Like they had like a, a good chemistry, good chemistry, and just good acting performances, especially for how young they are and the on again, off again. But when they're on, it's on. When it's off, it's off. Like yeah. it is as much as it is. It happens a lot. It is very clear where they stand, especially because Jennifer Lawrence just is the easiest. Like you see her, and you're like, okay. So even though she works with him, like if we see her, that mostly mean that most likely means that our main characters aren't together anymore. Right. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, that's... That's that. Uh, that's it. All right. Uh, I can't wait to see where you rank this in the 1 to 10. <laughs> 10. Um, okay, so I watched The Last Duel, which you can watch on Disney and Crave. It is t- 2021 drama action uh, directed by Ridley Scott. It is two and a half hours, so just be pre-warned for that because it's a bit of a long one. So Matt Damon plays Jean. Jean. It's not Jean, but it's like... Probably Jean. Jean. He's a respected knight known for his bravery and skill on the battlefield. And Jacques, which is played by Adam Scott, is a Driver. squire. Hmm? Driver? Driver. What did I say? Adam Scott. Scott. I have Scott written down too. Adam Driver is a squire and he's most admired in the court. So Jacques assaults Jean's wife, played by Jodie Comer. And so she steps forward to accuse her attacker um, and then puts her life in jeopardy. And then they have to do this trial by combat, which is the duel to the death. And Ben Affleck also plays like a king. He's not the king, but he's like in charge maybe of that area, I think, because there's like a higher king. Like a lord. Yeah, maybe. Like, I think he's just in charge of this area, but he's like highest up of, you know. So what I didn't know was this is based on a true story about a case that led to the last legally sanctioned duel in France's history. So it is true. It is a true story. Um, the movie is told in three perspectives. So we start with Matt Damon's character. And although it is the same story, you're going to get different 
you know, it's not the same like the whole way through. The characters remember some events differently. Differently, and sometimes you're getting different scenario, like not scenarios, but it's a whole different scene. So it's not the exact same. Um, so the two men, like, uh, t- th- like they were friends for like really good friends, and they like used to fight like side by side on the f- field and stuff like that. But Adam Driver's character is really admired in the court by like Ben Affleck's character whereas Matt Damon's character he's a little more off the cusp he's cuff whatever that word is like he doesn't follow the rules all the time it 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 works out for him on the battlefield but it he the king is always mad at him because he's just like why can't you just follow the rules or whatever right um so yeah so like there's small details that you pick up on as you're you know watching it um the biggest one for me watching this movie is so rape isn't considered a crime against the woman it's actually a property matter so it's it's not the we're not worried about the woman we're worried about matt damon's that's matt damon's wife so her coming forward was like a huge deal and basically in the end which i won't give away who wins but whoever wins so if they just think it's an act of God, whoever wins, like that's who God has chosen to win. Nice. Um, if Matt Damon loses, then that means that Jodie Comer's character is going to be burned at the stake. Like they're oh, for lying for lying hmm. because the God has now cho- said that she is a liar. Um, and I don't know what happens. Like, yeah, I can't remember. Anyways, I don't want to I don't want to give too much away of what happens in the end. Um, yeah, so at the end they show Jodie Comer, she's chained in the seat off the ground. And yeah, so she's just waiting. So for her, I guess the whole point of the movie, like big big picture of the movie is for her to come forward was a really big deal because she's then like ostracized during before the duel. She's like ostracized. She's like, it's just, it's pretty painful to watch. It was pretty, as a woman, I was like, wow, that was really... You know, like you're trying to come forward and be honest. And yeah, because the only so we get with Adam Driver's storyline, we get what happens and it isn't a whole lot different than Jody's. So like he did assault her. Yeah, but that's probably just not how he saw it. Well, he he loved her. Oh, like he was like in love with her. um, And he like he was very. I don't even know what the word is. He was very like, no, no, this is what you want. Like I'm gaslighting you into, yeah. And she's saying like, no, um, no. And like running away from him and, you know, and he's like, no, no. This is what you want. This is what you want. So like overall, I would say it was like the acting is really good because I love all those people a lot. Um, A little bit hard to watch because of the, what they like like uh, subject matter subject matter was a little tough for me and just seeing like kind of what she went through um so it was but it is it's good i just can't say i I can't say anything else because i don't want to give away the ending but it is it's a it's a satisfying ending i do love medieval times yeah medieval times where they just are like oh man we can't decide who is right or wrong i don't know just like kill each other yeah whoever survives whoever is right is dead then the other one was right yeah um i did like the idea of the three stories mm-hmm. um i do think the movie could have been a little bit shorter because there were definitely some things in there that we didn't need you know 
yeah. But overall, yeah, it was good. I'm glad I watched it because I've wanted to watch it for a while. So I'm glad I watched it. And I'm I'm not sure if we have like a lot of Ridley Scott movies left. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. He's good. He's got a way of capturing and he is he's uh he's a good he's one of the good ones, right? Well, he's one of those you like watching his movies. I don't really want to listen to him. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz he's yeah. one of those like old man yelling at a cloud or it's like these Marvel movies are ruining yeah. cinema. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. Like I just think there's space for everyone and not everyone wants to watch The Last Duel. Some people want to watch like Winter Soldier. Why can't there be room for both, you know? Yeah. I hate people like that. It's annoying. Yeah, that there isn't just one type of movie. Yeah. There's popcorn movies. There's Oscar movies. There's so many, like, layers and so many different kinds of movies. And they should all be celebrated because they're all somebody's hard work. And, right? So I don't think it's fair to, like, diss anybody's movie. Yeah. Yeah. I will also say, to go quickly back to Like Crazy, because when you said the time, it made me think, Like Crazy is, like, an hour 20 yeah so it's a quick like they're not messing around with time right right it's they're, they're like, getting let's, it done. let's get to the point here let's, this is the story let's go yeah this one is definitely a slow burn for sure but the ending is worth it i think yeah did he who who wins somebody did die oh yeah out of the two of them yeah uh, yeah yeah mm-hmm. i don't know i guess i just have to watch it yeah you will all right, let's get into these. The title drop. Yes. Uh, do you have 10? Uh, uh, I feel like it's been a while since we, like. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. I do. All right. Um, I guess it doesn't really matter who goes first. Well, you went first before. So. Okay. Um, okay, my my first movie, which, um, so him and I always joke about when they say the movie title, we're like, okay, we're done. The movie's done. Well, yeah, if, if you that you got into the point of the movie. Yeah. So this movie is set at the very, very, very end. And it says, does that answer your question? Sincerely yours, The Breakfast Club. Yeah, I have that one too. Yeah. How do you it, not have that one? Like that one's like, right? And it, cause it's literally the last line of the movie. Yeah. And you get that silhouette of him with his fist in the air. There, and, and he's, he's like, got that yeah. earring and yeah. everything worked out. Of course it did. Why wouldn't it work out? I will say like, I remember, I know one of the ideas we have later is like, not for today, but just future episodes is like bad titles. Mm-hmm. Is that a good title? Like I The have... Breakfast Club doesn't really make sense. Okay. So what would you call it? D- the um, Detention Club. Yeah. It's, it's probably not as sexy of a name. Yeah. But like, it's like in, I guess they it is in the morning, but. Well, it's an all day, like the Saturday detention See, do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't yeah. have the same ring as the Breakfast Club. I guess that's because that's what we've been used to. That could be another um, podcast we do is just, like, renaming movies. Well, that's why I said, like, bad titles, but we could just rename movies. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Um, okay. My first one, because I didn't, like, rank these. Cause, well, oh, I didn't rank them either. No, no. Um, is Don't Look Up. Okay. Because pretty much for the second half of the movie... All we're talking about is either look up or don't look up. Right, right. <laughs> and the U.S. government and probably a bit more of the conspiracy theory side of the world, I can say. Yeah. Is saying don't look up. Yeah, just ignore it. It'll go away. Yeah, it's fine. There's no problem. There's nothing to be worried about. And the movie does such a good job of 
showing what it really would be like. Everyone's yeah. online. People have hats that say don't look up. And everyone, like, you see clips of people going, well, yeah, there's nothing wrong. There's no point to look up. And then the other side, like, we should listen to the scientists. They're saying that this is going to destroy the earth. Yeah. Like, look up or look don't up. look up. Yeah. I just, I think it did a good job of really, like, it shoves it in your face because it says it so much. Yes. But it is necessary to the story. 100%. And you and I talked about it yesterday on our walk or where were we? We were walking somewhere and you were like, would you, maybe we're on the boat. Oh, and you were like, would you look up? It's like, yeah, I would. For sure. Look up. Because I want to know like, okay, is there something coming or not? Like, I'm not going to have people tell me. I'll just decide for myself. Yeah. When I see that thing in the sky. Do your own research. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Um, Okay. I'm not going to tell you what it is because you're going to know as soon as I say it at the end. Okay. Because he's Wait, the can hero. I like, can I like guess? Well, you will guess like the I next feel like word I, already, I say. I feel like I already know what it is. Because he's the hero. Gotham deserves. Oh. But not the one it needs, right? So we'll hunt him because he can take it. Because he's not our hero. He's a, a silent guardian, a watchful protector, a dark knight. It's good. Good old Gary Oldman with that quote. Right? It's a good. Then you just, okay. Dark knight. Done. Yeah. Isn't that the end of the movie? Um, probably. I, I like when they say it at the end or something. I don't know. It's kind of fun. It is definitely, it was one of the ones I looked at for sure. Yeah. The only reason why I didn't put it in the top 10 is because he says a dark night and mm. not the dark night. Oh, so I'm, I'm, semantics there. Right? Yeah. I'm going right. to take some points off there, but okay. that was a really good, Yeah. that's a good quote. I thought it was going to be another movie, which I assume you're going to have later. Okay. Uh, my next one's good morning, Vietnam. Oh, okay. And it's just Robin Williams singing good morning morning, vietnam Vietnam. also like then i thought about him like oh wow that's like it's good that he's got positive energy in vietnam yeah well because that's his job is to get everyone's spirits keep them all happy and whatever while they're having the worst time of their lives yeah yeah while they're in a war that no one really needed to do no one wanted no one wants those no well most people don't okay Someday, we might look back on this and decide that Saving Private Ryan was one decent thing we were able to pull out of this um, whole god-awful shitty mess. I messed that up. We were able to pull out of this whole god-awful shitty mess. Um, that's Tom Hanks, isn't it? Yeah, I think it? so. That's not like a guess, but just... Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he says like, it. I feel like it would have to be. The only one other one I was thinking it could have been was Tom, si- Tom Sizemore. Tom Sizemore. Yeah. Yeah, that he's... Yeah, yeah. It it's the only one I was like, it could have been him, but you know it's going to be Tom Hanks because that's a great line. So mm-hmm. it's it's one another one that I did look at, but I just thought it almost seemed a little too forced. Right, that but, saving Private Ryan. Yeah, like I feel like that's not what people would have said. I feel like it would have been like if we can save Private Ryan. Oh, okay. Not again, not criticizing the quote, but it just On feels this, a little and decide that saving Private Ryan. Yeah, and decide that we could save Private Ryan. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Or like if we did, if we if we will this save Private whole Ryan. God awful shitty mess. Great line though. Yeah, it's a good line. Uh my next one um is dude, where's my car? Yeah. Because that's just the plot of the whole movie. Yeah. And it's Aston Kutcher and Sean William Scott and they walk outside and it's like, dude, dude where's my car? Where is it? Where's my car? Where and then it? Yeah, that's all that I, I, And then they say it probably Probably a lot. Oh, wait, is the movie not like five minutes? <laughs> yeah, that's it. They said, dude, where's my car? car? And I'm like, okay, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, we can't find it. We can't find it. It's, the movie Movies. isn't called, hey, I found my car. Yeah, we're done. It's where's my car. Wrap it up. 
I never, I actually haven't watched that, but I just like saw that clip and I'm like, it's pretty funny. Yeah. It's not very good, but, um, okay. On any given Sunday. I have that too. You're going to win or you're going to lose. The point is, can you win or lose like a man? Yeah. Al Pacino. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. the one that him and Jamie Foxx are on the field, like right. walking together. That yeah. is a good, like, the mentorship in that movie, I think, is underrated. It's also a pretty realistic football movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Definitely. It's gritty, right? It's got a grittiness to it. And he has a great, they have the great halftime speech where he's talking about, like, an inch. That's something about inches. Right. Because, I mean, football, game of inches. It is, for sure. Oh, I wanted to save this fun fact for you, but I think okay. we're either 50, it's either 50 or 60 days away from the first NFL game. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Today, I noticed on the TV when I came back from working out that the TV was on and we were having, there was football clips on there. I was like, well, I don't know how that would be happening because there's no football on right now. Canadian football. Yeah. It was some, like, recappy sports show that you guys watch but no one was there but it was on and i was like why is there football on this tv a why is the tv on and b why is there football on it that's would you rather football or the news okay that's fair i'll take football uh since you said any given sunday i'll say because i kind of split these two because i just couldn't figure it out but i put dodgeball because okay. like i mean every time they start a game of dodgeball it's like totally dodgeball yeah and the five five d's of dodgeball and which dodge are like two of them right <laughs> it's it's a i'm so glad you watched that movie cause i know like, it's a really funny one all the time i just think the the best quote from it is definitely well that's a bold move cotton right where it was i can't remember what it was i think it was just like not playing or like not having their best player or something right, like that yeah. but that's just it's a hilarious movie and every, was... every time dodgeball dodgeball i can't imagine how many times they say it in the movie yeah. Oh, I'm sure. It's a lot. Um, okay, my next one, number five, I think for me. One, two, three, four, five. He was truly the great Gatsby. That's, I think, at the end, too. I was going to say, it sounds like I know. it in the end. Wrapping it up, right? Toby. Toby saying it, yep. He was truly the great Gatsby. That was such a good movie, though. I loved it. It was one good of the, book too. I was gonna but. say it was one of those like it seems like people are okay. Like it's yes. not the it's not the one where it's like oh my god the book, book was so, so much, much better. better. I mean but the it, book is always gonna be better because you can go more into it. But but to have the visual of the movie was pretty great. And to just like you have Leo who like if you're if you're thinking of a great Gatsby yeah. in modern time yeah it's leo even if he doesn't want to be for sure and you have carrie mulligan yeah. who we all know i'm obsessed with and toby little spider-man in there like it's great i yeah, loved I get, it yeah post spider-man too yeah i know i loved it um this next one it's a very it's very subtle how this is incorporated into the movie okay it may be about a bunch of dudes flying planes okay. but for them it's Top Gun. Yes. They, in the first, let's say, we count, you counted for what, 20 minutes when we watched it? Yeah, and I couldn't. And they said it about 15 times. Yeah, I couldn't keep up anymore. The I think it was even more than that. I was like, holy shit, man. One day that is definitely, I mean, probably not a drinking game because we might get alcohol poisoning, but. For sure. Like, they are not subtle about it's Top Gun and we're yeah. calling it Top Gun and hey, we're at Top Gun. This is yeah. so fun at Top, Top Gun. Gun. You know, I don't know if you can handle Top Gun. I'm a pilot at Top Gun. I like to fly for Top Gun. We're, we're, we work together at Top Gun. Yeah, it is I felt true. Like the new one definitely didn't do it as I much. I don't think it said it as much. But the first one definitely. Yeah. Or the original, I guess. Isn't it like 
is Maverick? I guess it's a sequel. It is a sequel for sure because it's about Maverick, which he was in the first one. I don't know. I just thought of like from like a certain amount of time if it's just like a reboot rather than a sequel. I don't think it's a sequel. I think it's a sequel. That's the way I take it. So yeah, Top Gun. They say it way too much. Wow, that was a weird noise. Um, Okay. There's, okay, listen, there's something you should know about me, about Inception. An idea is like a virus, resilient, highly contagious. The smallest seed of an idea can grow. It can grow to define or destroy you. Inception, everyone. Oh, that was an interstellar? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think about who says that. Oh, I think it's Leo, right? Um, I I was going to say, what if it was... uh, Cillian Murphy? No, um, the older guy that I can't think of. He's in The Dark Knight, and he was Alfred and Michael Caine. Michael Caine. No, I don't know. (laughs) I'm going to go Leo, but you could be right. I guess I should have figured out who said it, but... Yeah, they they said it. Yeah. Um, My next one is probably the first two and a half minutes of the movie. Okay. And they're singing. And yeah. they're saying the title a lot. And everybody, it's your time. Do your dance. It's the Space Jam. It's the Space Jam. I was like, is it, I'm singing in the rain. That's what I was thinking in my head. No, it is actually underratedly, like, not awful song. The Space Jam song. Right. Also, the opening Space Jam sequence is really cool. Cause, like, Did you see the new one? No. No. I really don't want to. Oh, no, I. Because everyone has said how bad it is. Aw. Like, I think they just went a little too creative with it oh, okay. there was another i think there was it was like chip and dale or something mm-hmm. was a new movie that came out and it was like basically what space jam wanted to be because mm-hmm. it had like all of these characters not just necessarily the looney tunes and i think it was just it was just a not i say poor attempt because like you're, you're making a movie it's not easy to do yeah but yeah i just seen enough about it that i just don't want to watch it no okay that's fair but yeah, the opening song of Space Jam, the original. Because, yeah, that one's a re- reboot. It's not a sequel. Yeah. Um, It's really cool. And you get a bunch of basketball highlights mm-hmm. and Space Jam. Mm. One of the be- honestly underrated movie soundtracks. They, oh, like, yeah? Fly Like an Eagle. Right. I don't know what else they had, but, like, <laughs> Michael Jordan's, like, he's learning how to play basketball again, and they're playing Fly Like an Eagle. And, it, like, they do. They actually have really cool shots, too, with it. I might get you to watch Space Jam one okay. day. I'll write that down. I have seen it, but it's been a long Man, time. Yeah, so a refresher. Okay. I think you're on, though, aren't you? Uh, well, that was, I just said oh, Space Jam. Space Jam. Sorry. Um, okay. This one is said by Haley Steinfeld. I know what it is. They tell me you're a man with true, true grit. grit. Yep. She was like 11? I was going to say 12. So, yeah. So, she's definitely in that range. And she got, like, nominated for an Oscar for it. And it was definitely a, who's this girl? So, it's good. Was it the char- was it her character in the movie saying that? You said it very, like, who's that girl? No. Everyone in the world was like, ooh, is this little fireball. And, and then I felt like she had, I don't want to say, like, a quiet point. But it felt like a time where, like, her teenage years is when she went a little more quiet. And now she's, like, she got into Pitch Perfect and then yeah, does music into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. In the MCU. like Yeah, I think it was just, like, I think it's hard when you have, like, two passions like that and you don't, like, you want to pursue both. Like, how do you give 
Because like if you're doing a movie, that takes probably a lot of your energy, right? So yeah, I don't know. I like her though. Uh, my next one is for, from Nick Cage. Yes. And it's Face Off. Nice. Him and John Travolta, and literally all he, the the line is literally just him saying Face Off, and he's like taking his hand to his face and like pretending to take his face off. Yeah. But it's like Face Off. Yeah. Very Nick Cage. Very. Yeah. I remember reading an interview where he said he didn't realize all of his like quirks and things until John Travolta was playing him and then started, you know, and then he was like, oh, that's what I do. Like he had no idea as any of us like wouldn't until someone starts imitating us. And then we'd be like, oh, that's what I do. I thought it was funny. Um, This is it's either Helen Hunt or Jack Nicholson. Who says this? Oh, my God. This is like my first one. Is it? It's Jack Nicholson, but okay. I know what it's going to be. What if this is as good as it gets? Yeah. To me, that's the best like incorporated into the movie out of all of them. Well, it's because the movie title is really good, right? Like yeah. that that makes it because it doesn't feel forced. It's just like, yeah, as good as it gets. It's it's something. It is something that just someone would say. Right. Yeah. So what then this is you... as good as it gets. Yeah, it's a good one. How many? So wait, do you have one? I have two more. Okay, so you can go again because I only have one more. Um, so this one, I'm not sure if there's a swear word in it because it was in brackets. <laughs> but the truth is, I'm fucking Iron Man. Or is it the truth is, I'm Iron Man? <laughs> it's just, yeah, there's no, I'm oh. fucking Iron Man. <laughs> I was like, I don't think they would swear in the Marvel no, movies. Well, they do. They do sometimes now. But uh, so that's we're talking the end, very end end of the first movie. Yeah. And he's doing this press conference and he's just kind of trying to clear up the air of what happened with like his old not boss, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember his name now. I could think of him ye- yelling like Tony Stark built this in a cave. Yeah. With a box of scraps. I can't even remember who the actor is, but um. And then it's almost like he gets kind of irritated. He's like, "Okay, just yeah." And I'm he Iron just Man. he has this pause where everyone's like, "You can't reveal who you are. You can't do something like this." And then he just goes, "I am Iron Man." Yeah. And then movie ends, which is perfect because we'd get out anyway. Yeah. We'd get up. So yeah, it's the last line of the movie. Yeah. Um, I guess then my last one is uh, Craig Robinson, and it's a bunch of dudes, and they find a certain i don't know why i'm trying to dance around it they find a hot tub, hot tub and they just it's a franchise it's a franchise somehow but craig robinson does a, such a he does such a good job in this moment of they're like oh my god what is this like a time traveling like how does it do this and he just kind of like guys it's a hot tub time machine and he just like slowly starts staring into the camera and it's just one of those oh like they wrote this and I don't know who decided to look into the camera, but if you're gonna, if you're a comedic movie and you're gonna put the title of the movie in the movie, you gotta at least be able to make fun of yourself. For sure, for sure. To be like, oh yeah, this is my, this is this is the big moment, the Oscar moment. The Oscar moment. Um, I'm worried that I didn't finish this one. It feels like it just, it doesn't feel finished. But like the quote. Yeah. Anyways, um. This is from a movie that I don't know if you have seen. It is a Cameron Crowe movie called Vanilla Sky. I have not. Okay. It might be one I want to rewatch because I remember not liking it, but I feel like now that I'm 
older and more mature. Plus Cameron Crowe. I know, but it was very different than Cameron Crowe. Anyways. Not many misses on his. It says, it's the real thing. His paintbrush painted that vanilla sky, his canvas. It was my mother's. I don't know. Vanilla sky. All right. Yep, and we're done. <laughs> Does that mean like we have to end this episode by saying pop pinions? Yeah, we have to go and pop pinions. And those were our, our pop, pop pinions. <laughs> and everybody else can get out. <laughs> yeah. All right. That was, that was fun. Title drops. Title drops. I know. So next week, I have you watching Heat which is a stacked cast. I have not seen it in a long time, but I remember at the time really enjoying it. Pacino, De Niro. Val Kilmer, Ashley Judd. I don't know. It's one of those like... Cat and mouse cop. Totally. Criminal. Yeah. Isn't De Niro the cop? I feel like he is. I feel like it's like when I saw it and I was like, oh, I wouldn't expect them to be in those roles. Right. You almost kind of think the other way around, right? Which like maybe they they got to the movie and was like, you know what? I'll be the bad guy. Oh, Because they right. probably worked together how many times oh now? Oh my gosh, I couldn't even. It's got to be close Actually, to... maybe it's not even that much. Yeah, maybe it's not. Maybe we just think it is. Because, well, like Godfather. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's not. I guess you always just kind of put those two together. Yeah, because they're just around the same age and they've just always been working at the same time. And they've time. always done like really good movies and you just kind of always put them together, right? Has Pacino done Scorsese? Like, have they done a movie... Pacino, Scorsese. Yeah. Didn't they do The Irishman? No. Oh, yeah. Isn't De Niro in that, too? Yep. Yeah. So I feel like... Well, that's why De Niro, Scorsese are, like, probably, yeah. probably... I don't even think it's hyperbolic to say, like, the best actor-director duo. Or Leo and Scorsese. Because he has a quite a few, yeah, too. that's true. Yeah. But maybe Leo's, like, the new, like... Leo's like, the new De Niro? Yeah. Which I can see. I'm down for it. Um, another, I mean, unless you want to save it for another time, like movie upcoming stuff we're excited for. Unless you want to talk about it like quickly. Because there was just like one. There's only really. Oh, the one. Go ahead. You can talk about that one. The only one I want to see right now is where the crawdads sing. The All the other ones are coming out in like November. Cause, so now we have to wait. You get a bit of a lull, I find, yeah. after As, this summer. Now we're going to get into this is our Oscar Yeah, time. so I find like September, October, I don't find you're getting a lot of movie. I don't know. It's a bit of a lull, I would say. And then you get hit November, December with the good ones. With the Oscars. The Oscars. I shouldn't say the good ones, but just the... The ones that are trying to compete for Oscars because they know strategically you have to put it out then. Unless you want to get lucky and sneak it in Which will be funny January. with what we think of what's going to happen because both you and I think, although we have not seen the movie Elvis, we both think Austin Butler will get... Nominated. Nominated. Yeah. I, I just think, especially like the vocal... To me, it's just the vocal transformation where like well, he's he still like talking like that. Two years. Like... You know, that's a lot of commitment and Oscars like that kind of stuff, right? And I feel like they like depictions of famous people. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. If it's done correctly. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. What are you well, I'm just saying like sometimes it's... Falls flat. Yeah, a little bit. But yeah. Now I honestly, I can't even think about what the movie I want to talk about is called. Oh, it's uh, Amsterdam. Amsterdam. So it's... Holy cast. Christian Bale, John David Washington, Margot Robbie are the three like main stars of the movie where they're all three friends. Their friendship goes back to... I assume the movie is set in like the... 
20s, 30s. Yeah. But like they also talk about being in a war together. Right, right. Like she was a nurse and they both did stuff. I, they both weren't soldiers. They were something else. Yeah. But they're all like three best friends. Like Christian Bale's missing an eye. And yeah, the cast on top of that, like Mike Myers, Michael Shannon, Taylor Swift is in it. Remy Malik, Anya Taylor-Joy, Robert De Niro. Like it is a like, laundry list. When you're watching them do the movie, you're just like each each scene, you're like, oh my God, is that person? Oh my God. Like it just, it never stops. It's like a constant array of stars, right? So yeah, it looks really good. Uh, I'm trying it looked to... really different. That's what I liked. It didn't yeah. look like anything we've seen really before. So oh, it's set in the 30s, okay, and it, and, it, and there is um, it's like a murder mystery too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's David O. Russell who okay. was um, Silver Linings. I'm pretty sure. Yes, Silver Linings and one other one they said, and I was like, well, I liked both those movies. I'm pretty sure it was something that was like also, um, like that. I have I have it. Um, he did Three Kings, The Fighter, American Hustle. Oh yeah, that was it. And now I want to go back to just see because I listed off all of those names. I don't know. Okay, I'm just gonna say I don't know if all of these are true, but I did forget a couple. So Christian Bale, John David Washington, Margot Robbie. It says Michael B. Jordan. Okay. But like it, Google also isn't always the best source. Yeah. They kind of just throw random names in he there. He might just, yeah. He be might. in it a little bit. Yeah. Chris Rock, which we didn't say. Anya Taylor-Joy, De Niro, Remy Malek, Mike Myers, Zoe Saldana, uh, Timothy Oliphant. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Oliphant. Um, that's pretty much it for, like, the big names. But, like, when you're talking about Zoe Saldana or Timothy Oliphant or, like, your eighth and ninth right? like, stars of yeah. the movie... Yeah. You're in for something good. For sure. Yeah, no, I'm excited. That one comes out November. I think it's like Thanksgiving, November, yeah, whatever. Like American Thanksgiving. I don't know if it... Well, when we saw it in the theater, it didn't have a date. It just said November. November. So I'm going to say it's probably Thanksgiving for them. That is usually the time they want to get those movies right? out and people... Especially out. the Thursday. If you're not watching football, which most Americans do, then they want to give you something else to do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that one's exciting. We'll have more coming up because now they're starting to let like release like what's coming up in November, December. So good. Yeah, there's a Scorsese movie that like no one knows anything about. Oh, that's so fun! Like there's no trailers or anything. That is so fun. I love stuff like that because then it's like I don't. It's just like you're gonna have to just. It's a surprise. Yeah, and you just have to trust because it's Martin Scorsese. Yeah, not many people would be able to get away with that. At this point, because it's it's a movie that's coming out this year. At this point, I just want him to fully commit and don't maybe put out a poster. But like besides that, I don't want to see a trailer. Like if a trailer comes out, I probably won't watch it. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I want the experience. Because then of not knowing anything about it, who's in it, like that'd be kind of a fun experience, right? Yeah. Different than all the movies we watch now. Yeah, that's for sure. Where always we... theorizing. And I know. You know everything. There's no real surprises anymore. No. I think it's, sure. also, it's hard with social media for like, if you wanted to have a surprise actor on like a Marvel or Star Wars, like someone's going to see a tweet out and be like, oh, I saw this person yeah. on set for this movie. Yeah, I know. It's too bad. Anyways, that's just our pop opinions. It... <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess we don't have anything else. No, I have nothing else. All right. Then besides that, those were our pop opinions. Bye. <laughs>